On today's show, a new mural goes up in Dallas. Get Luka Doncic some help, but how much help does he have? What did Mark Cuban say about this? We'll talk about that more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it early. Bang! It's good. And the Mavericks have won the game. don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. That's right. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let me know. Does Luca have help? I, don't, I couldn't think of a question for this one. What did, you, what did you think about the Luca mural? The Luca needs help mural. We'll show it to you. I couldn't think of a question. Does Luca have help? Oh, I bailed. I bailed so hard on that one. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the traveling teen, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Don't don't clip that one and send it to other hosts of like what to do as you start start so, the show. One of the funny things about this job is that this podcast, I'm telling other people how to do this podcast that we're doing right now. Like that's that's my full time job is to do that. So when I screw up, it's like I had two hosts text me over the weekend that they listened to one of my solo shows and I was like, oh my God, did I forget to do oh, no. Did I forget to do a tease before my break one? Yeah, uh, some random host of like some random college locked on <laughs> something colleges. No, it was, um, it was NBA host. Yeah, so I'm still traveling, still still up in Kentucky. Shout out to uh, my setup here in a living room with a Christmas tree behind me. Um, <laughs> when do you take the tree up? down? When We already took ours down. Listen, it is because we took our Christmas trip back home and my mom left the tree and everything up for my kids. Respect. And, uh, yeah, we did that last year. I know. It, it's a lot of fun. You um, covered uh, a couple games over the weekend. Like a, Portland. Like accusatory. <laughs> I uh, didn't make shout them out to lose. The, you <laughs> are the reason they lost. Um, shout out to those games. Oh, my god. Those gosh. were a they lot of fun. They happened. <laughs> They happened. One of them was better than the other, and one of them didn't have Luca. I'll let you decide which one, which one was which. It was actually the opposite of what you think. But yeah, today on the show, a new mural. Hey, hey, what about them boys though? They're, what about them we're boys? We're recording during the fourth quarter, but it's thirty-one-six. So unless something crazy happens with Tom Brady, uh, go go Cowboys. Tom's done. Talking about a wash king. Oof. He's he's washed. All right, today we're gonna get into does Luka Doncic have help? New mural goes up in Dallas. Mark Cuban responds to it. It's it's become a talking point. It's been a talking point that Luca needs help, right? I mean, we've even we've even shared it on on this podcast, and to a certain degree, yes, of course he does. And then we'll get into that and talk about about that. But let, let's start with it right now. This is the mural that went up. I'll, I'll show it to you guys on YouTube if you're watching right now. It's uh the House of Panic <laughs> is the is the guy who uh, put it up, and it's uh he's he's done some other murals around Dallas. And it's Luka Doncic holding up like a blue little banner that says, please send help. And it's got a couple of his stat lines around it. What was your reaction when you first saw this mural put up? I just started laughing. Um, it was good. Good artwork. Shout out. Um, <coughs> I think he's done some other murals uh, in DFW, if I'm not mistaken. But I laughed even harder when uh, <laughs> when Mark responded to it. And uh, I laughed about it. <coughs> I, I mean... I don't know. I it brought up different. One, does Luca need a second star? Yes. <clears throat> other other reaction to it though is like, eh, 
I don't know if it's, I don't know. I have, I have mixed feelings about it. Mark, Cuban, I would never, I would never put up something like that, but oh, well, sure. It says a lot of things, right? And is this guy, you know, he, this guy that, that put it up, he talked to our friend Doyle at the observer and, or uh, Danny Gallagher first and then Doyle little story on too. But he talked to these guys and said, you know, I'm a, I'm a Mavs fan and I, I want Luca to get help. And I want that. I want him to be able to have a good career and Mavericks not to waste his career basically. So Mark Cuban responds to it and says, in, a, in an email to The Observer, which Mark Cuban responds to a lot of emails, he said, it is disrespectful, but it's your choice to do what you want. If that's the way you want to be a fan, go for it. Uh, Cuban said, I appreciate the murals that you've done. You truly have artistic talent. I appreciate you being a Mavs fan. What did you, what is the, what did you think about Mark Cuban's reaction to the mural? <laughs> well, I mean, one, you get a response from an owner, right? I mean, I think if you're the artist, then it's cool that Mark is acknowledging your work and how talented, because I mean, he is really talented. I think the mural is great. Um, you know, I I think I do agree. Well, shocker here. You are, everybody's going to be, oh, company man. <laughs> I do agree with Mark that it's disrespectful to the other players on the team. I'll just say that. I think that's the arrest of the sentence that I would add. I don't know what he's, he might mean disrespectful to, you know, any other thing. I don't know. But I think it's only disrespectful, like, to the team of, you know, of Spencer, Christian Wood, whoever it is, is driving through T-Bell. I'm like, oh, dang. Guess we, uh, guess we don't mean anything <laughs> you know, to Mavs fans. Um, and, I mean, I think and, that's the only And that's right, the but. line that he has to ride as the owner, right? Like, and the, part of the line that, like, you know, people like you and me and even definitely people that are higher than us in, in media have to ride the, the line up. We can't just be going over and over again. Luca has no help. There's no one there. And then go talk to these players and go see these players. Mark Cuban spends you know, a lot of time with these players and goes to every game. And if he's like, you know, Luca just doesn't have any help around him. Like just nobody's good around Luca. You know, we just, we, we can't be winning. Like we can't be expecting to win these games if Luca doesn't have any help. And then be like, hey, Spencer Dinwiddie, let's, let's talk. And I think there's or hey, let's max out Christian Wood, but then turn around and be like, well, Luca doesn't have any help right now. You know. It's like, well, hold on. We're, we want to max out the help. And that's but. and that's the actual big like problem with, with a lot of this is, okay, what the Luca, the actual narrative itself that the mural is based on. Send Luca, like, please send help is what Luca is saying in the <laughs> in the banner, right? Of course. Great, ta- great tattoo work on his arm, by the way. Of course. We've been talking for years about how Luca needs a second star to get to the level I, they I want. I don't it. disagree. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't disagree with the mural. No, of course not. Like, he needs a second star. He needs a legit. He does need more help than what he has now. Uh, but, it, but it just says send, it just says send help, not more help. And so the, the idea that, okay, Luca. Needs more help. Yes, to get to a certain level in his career. But there are players around him that are doing some things right now. And so for for Mark Cuban to respond to that, of course he's going to respond this way. He's not going to like echo every single thing that the fan base says. Um, and that's why Mark Cuban called it disrespectful. So I agree with him on that point. We also still agree that he does need help. Like Luca does still need help. And if that's what you're, if that's what you want, and that's what you're asking for, I don't think this is going to change anything. Another thing that I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. Mark could be driving through Deep Ellum. He sees the the mural and is like, you know what? I think I'm gonna pull the trigger on a trade right now. The other the, the thing that I don't understand is this idea from fans that oh, 
the Mavericks are just ruining Luca's career and they just, you know, they can't get him they can't get him any help and they're not trying. They're just they're not going out there and trying to do like that that part I don't do they not see that he needs help? Of course they do, right? The the whole reason they didn't sign Jalen Brunson to the biggest deal is because they wanted to get him more help and knew that they needed that they were gonna be locked into a team, or they thought they were gonna be locked into a team if they signed Brunson to this long deal or the, in this, you know, big money deal. And not be that was to, a mistake, <laughs> for sure, for sure. But the, yeah. but their their mentality behind the move was if we sign him to this like thirty plus million dollar deal each year, then and we just got stomped by the Warriors. Like we need to get to another level. So to get to that other level, we're gonna try something different. And Jalen Brunson didn't want to get traded. He was gonna get traded if he signed it anyway. And so he's like, oh, I'm gonna go to the Knicks. So. Part of it's a mistake on the Mavericks. Part of it is Jalen Brunson didn't want to get traded. He was going to get traded, right? Like the Mavericks to get to that level they wanted to get to was they're probably going to trade him, even if they signed him to that big money deal. So Brunson decided not to sign it, and he decides to go to the Knicks. And but but the reason the Mavericks did that because they're like he needs more help, and we need to make that other big move. And then part of it is is patience now to wait till they yeah. can make that move. Yeah, I, I think we'll talk more about it here coming up in a second. But you know, it's just it all comes out of out of, out of passion, right? Like. Like what the author said, he's like, man, I just love the Mavs so much. Like all of it's coming out of passion of passion, diehard fandom that you want to see your best player succeed. You want to see your best player stay in the city and play for the team that you, that you cheer for. So you get so passionate about it. And especially we've talked about this a million times, the X, when the expectations go up, then the whole temperature of the fan base goes up too. And then, you know, and, and the organization too. It's like, all right, now the expectations are here. So now everybody is going to be up here when it comes to discourse and arguments and debates and podcasts and all of that and, and Twitter and all of that. But <laughs> let's, let's talk about it more kind of next because I, I do, I do want to talk about how, how the Mavs have tried to get him help. Twitter isn't the coach or the player. Talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, we've talked about this a lot, is a personal finance app that helps you find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say something right here. I went uh, through, and there was a certain thing that we, we, we started counting up how much me and my wife were spending on this certain thing, and it, was, it ended up being like $500 in a given month, and we were like, <laughs> we need avatar merch. We need a rocket. Well, yeah. In the comment section, what did I spend $500 Disney on? <laughs> tickets, one ticket <laughs> that, that'll get you one ticket in, in the park. Um, and we need rocket money to be able to manage our finances, to be able to cancel some of our subscriptions. Still had a paramount plus subscription. I'm like, I don't know what is even on paramount plus you can get that easily and identify it with rocket money to help you decide all right, what things am I spending too much money on? You can help cancel your unwanted subscriptions and stop throwing your money away. Manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. Again, rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's talk about this narrative. A mural goes up in Dallas over the last week. Luka Doncic holding up a sign that says, please send help. What what responsibility do the Mavericks have in this that to get Luca help and to and that this has become such a narrative that Luca doesn't have help? You know, we we were you know, texting before the pod and then we were talking before he recorded. We're like, all right, do we? And I'm like, do we really want to like talk about it? And it's like, well, I think the mural is a doorway, <coughs> is a door to. Sorry, I should use my cough button. Um, 
is is a door to this conversation of does Luca have help? Have they tried to get him help? Because I think there's one thing to say, hey, Luca needs more help. Luca needs the second star for them to take that next step. I think it's another thing to say, this front office, this franchise is the worst ever. They haven't even tried to get him help. This is, you know, year five, and Luca's on the floor with him right now. It's yeah. like, th- those are my favorite things right now. It's like, one, all right, we do have like three or four injuries right now. So it does kind of make sense for the end of bench guys to be in the game. But, you know, that's another thing. So then it goes back to the question, how much do you blame the organization? Because I think there are a few things. Now, obviously, everybody listening to this, you can disagree. This is just how I feel, how Nick feels. There's things that I blame. I'm saying like whenever you chime hey, in. You're, saying, you're about to speak for me? No, no, no. No, like whenever you chime in, like this conversation. There's things that I look at them as and say, hey, you deserve a ton of blame for that. Jalen Brunson leaving is a debacle. Yeah, like, he should have ex- should have extended him. You should have like all of that. There's no way Jalen Brunson could have should have left out that door. There's no way you can you could do that. I think you could look at like the Josh Green pick, even though he's playing really well. That was one of your chances to find somebody. Now he's growing into something. So however you want to say, it, I think you, I think the KP max extension is something you could look at and be like. Should you have handed him just a full max extension, like when he hadn't even played a game coming off the torn ACL and all of that? When we had, when we had like a template of the Embiid contract, where you have certain built-in things, like all right, you got to play this amount of games, and you got to be able to be this healthy in order for us to have the fourth year, or the fifth year, like guaranteed. And all, instead, they just gave him the full guaranteed deal when he was yeah. he was not gonna he was not gonna go like he was not gonna leave. <laughs> he was gonna stay with the Mavericks. But- he had just been traded over. He was excited to be there. <clears throat> But you kind of get it in the sense of, hey, you're not going to trade for somebody and then not re-sign them. So you're not going to give up the picks and all of that if you're not fully committed to them in the future. So you like kind of get it, whatever. There are different things we can I can go through and say, yeah, I disagree with that. I can pick at that. What I can't get on board with is that Dallas hasn't tried because you draft a generational talent in Luka Doncic, and it was no time that w- – it was no time that they actually made a swing. Like most franchises don't make that type of big swing to pair a second star alongside a generational star that early in the career, but they saw how good Luca was and was like, hold up. Like it's, we're going to be making a play. Like the only time they haven't made the playoffs was Luca's rookie. Se- since Luca's been in the league is this rookie season. Since Luca's been here, they've made a playoffs three out of four years about to be, you know, the, you know, the fourth year of his career. They made it to a conference finals already. So it's like they made the swing for Borzingas early in his career because of how good he was. And they swung for a guy who they got kind of at a bargain. But it's like this guy was a top, what, 15 player before his torn ACL, an all-star, a right, the unicorn and all of that. And it's like they swung for it. And it's like, all right, we're going to swing for the second star right now instead of waiting it out and being patient and all of that. Now, they then they even chased after guys. They you know how like it is undersold how how much they thought Kimba Walker was in the back. And the years whole ago, thing, years ago. Yeah, and and when he went to Boston. Yeah. And I mean Boston pulled off a miracle of the Horford trade and Philly and like all this stuff to create the space. And out of nowhere, they swooped in and, and got Kimba Walker. Dallas thought they got Kimba Walker. Like, I don't think the Kyle Lowry stuff was as confident. They went for Kyle Lowry. They went for the Danny Green type and all of that. They just didn't get him. So it's like they they tried. This is stuff that we know of. And then the biggest thing is they made the gamble on Giannis. And it's like, sure. I get it. In hindsight right now, 
they so it, it's fun as or it's it, it's the popular thing is doing is like why why did we go for Giannis? He was never leaving Milwaukee. It's easy to say he was never leaving Milwaukee. This was before he won the title, and it's like you have a generational guy like Luca, and then you have the chance to pair him with Giannis this early in Luca's career. You know you're looking at it saying, all right, if this works, I mean we're talking. One of, if not the best duos of all time, we're talking multiple yep. titles. Yep. And if there's ever a time to take the chance and gamble and take the swing for it, it's early in Luca's career, right? To where if you do miss out on, on Luca, like in getting Giannis, then you still have some time to you know build around Luca and all of that. So like all of that stuff, I get all of that, and they they've tried, like they've legitimately tried to add those guys and chase after those guys. And this isn't even this is more than like. Stuff that we don't even know. There's a, on the front page of Mavs Reddit right now, there's a Spo track, Spot Rack, or however you pronounce the name of that website that tracks uh, like finances and cap sheets and, you know, salary cap and stuff for, for different leagues. They have one for the NBA and it's five year NBA cash spending. So it's like the amount of money that a team has spent on their, on their player salaries over the last five years. The Mavericks are number 30 out of 30. In that over the last five years. Now, the first year on that is the year before Luca, the Dennis Smith Jr. year, one of the last years of Dirk. And the Mavericks have, you know, ever since then have paid definitely more than that year, but they're they're 30th on that list. And I started to look at that and I started to look through a couple of the comments on it. And I think that tells you the the three big mistakes that the Mavericks made in this you know this this 10 years since Luca. With Luca by the way, they had to trade that 20 they they used their 2018 pick and traded the 2019 pick. So that that 2019 yeah. pick that ended up being Cam Reddish, that was another one of your chances. You had to use that to get Luca. You do it a billion times out of a billion, right? Like you do the, And you and you had to use the pick, you know, before Luca to take the swing for the second star in Dennis Smith Jr. Right. And so, yeah, and, and so you, you you use that and then so they didn't have a pick in 2019. Then you don't have a player that could be, you know, going into a second contract right now. That's when you spend more money. That's when you go over the cap and all that. They also, like you said, went did the dry powder route, which every Mavs fan cringes. You listening are probably cringing hearing me say just plan powder, dry powder. But they tried that for 2019. And so they cleared the books. They had a bunch of cap space. And missed out on Terrence Ross. <laughs> and they missed out on, on Giannis. And then there's a lot of people saying, well, they could have, they should have just got anybody with that money. Like, Maybe, but like Jay Crowder's not changing your life. Danilo Gallinari was a big one that they missed out that the Hawks got, and everyone's like, "Oh no, you missed out." On... He's not doing anything now, right? Like, so they, they missed they out. missed on... out on some other free agents, and then that their plan B was Delon Wright, Seth Curry, and then they brought back Maxi Doran and all of those guys. And it's like, yes, in it, hindsight, it failed. Like, it it failed. Yes, I get it, but like it failed because you were holding up the hope for Giannis, and you tried for that. And I know some people, most, a lot of people are listening saying you shouldn't ever held out for it. And this is where people wouldn't just disagree. I think it was, I would have held out for it. <laughs> I would have taken a chance. So then there, so there's the, the, uh, dry powder plan. That was the first, that's the first mistake that, you, you know, whether, whether you would have gone back and done it, Isaac would have done it again. I don't know if I would have done it again. I think it was a little too early in, in Luca's tenure to go after a plan like that, to get a free agent like that. It's, it's tough now in the NBA to go get a free agent guys have so much agency. And uh, I don't know if the Mavericks were ready to do that. Then the Porzingis trade, right? That was a huge one. You use a bunch of picks. You basically uh, held all of your draft picks hostage for the next like five years until this upcoming draft. 
And so that's another mistake that you did. Plus, you add on the bonus of the contract they gave him. And then the third one is not doing the Jalen Brunson extension because they didn't want to have their money tied up so that they could go get somebody else to be better, right? There's those three big mistakes that are the exactly why they were 30th out of 30th in five-year like cash spending on player salaries over the last five years. And it's the it, they've had very little opportunities to make big moves like that because of how good Luka's been. You have very few opportunities to make big, huge moves when your player is that good, like at the, at the top. That's why, you know, the Warriors, like, couldn't make it. Warriors made one trade out of the last, like, what, 10 years or something crazy like that? It was the Russell, uh, Kevin Durant, like, <laughs> or it's the Russell Wiggins trade. It was, like, the only trade they've really made over the last uh, couple of years here. And so, um, yeah, it, that's that's, that's, what ha- that's what what it comes down to. But, uh, coming up, let's keep talking about this. What can the Mavericks do going forward to get him help? When's the next opportunity? We'll talk about that coming up. Before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online has the odds that you need to go check out um, the NFL divisional round. They got a bunch of stuff coming up. Ooh, we got some. We got Ooh. some games. Let's do it. Oh, the AFC North champions go, going into Buffalo. The rematch that never happened. What's the spread, Isaac? Bengals over Bengals playing at the Bills. I'm going to do uh, Bills by three and a half. Bills by five. Mm. Bengals O-line is really messed up right now. And so yeah, that one that one really stinks. Uh, Giants against the dreaded Eagles. This is like a Cowboys, like Cowboys fans, just worst nightmares, this game right here. Would, or if you're a Cowboys fan, I want to know if you're even watching this game. What's the spread? Eagles six and a half. Eagles seven and a half. And then the Chiefs against the Jaguars, the plucky Jaguars. Oh, gosh. Uh, Chiefs about 10. Chiefs eight and a half. So we have all kinds of NFL stuff. They have NBA stuff as well. Go check it out. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's keep talking about this mural that went up. I'll put it up on YouTube. Let's keep talking about the mural. (laughs) Please send Luca help. I appreciate it. Like, I I appreciate hearing from the fans, and it, it made some waves. Mark Cuban responded to it, but the narrative behind it give Luca some help. And in this last segment, we talked about what are the big ways the Mavericks, the Mavericks only had, they had very few opportunities to get Luca help, like real help, not just go get a Jay Crowder, go get a Terrence Ross in free agency, right? Like those, those moves that just yeah. would have moved the needle like slightly, but not move it the way that we all but, really want it to. They had the opportunity with the Porzingis trade. That was a big one. They had it in 2019 when they had max cap space, they had it with Jalen Brunson. Those are, and then the 2020 first round pick that was like what? 19th. <laughs> like they've yeah. really had such few opportunities to make those moves and they all turned out to, to not work so far. So what, so what kind of blame do you give to an organization? I give them blame. The other thing is Mark Cuban removed the front office after some of those mistakes, right? Yeah. Remove the front office, then put Nico Harrison in the situation where he has to decide on Jalen Brunson very early, makes the mistake on that to not sign him to the extension and then whatever happened, I don't even blame them for the for the summer. I blame them for the extension not happening during the season and even before the season. They should have just done it. But uh, those are the opportunities that you had, and they've just been very – even this past summer, a lot of people were putting a lot of blame on – oh, the, huge mistake. I've seen uh, people on Twitter say that the JaVale McGee signing is one of the worst signings in Mavericks history. I'm like, that's how much these these small moves that the Mavericks can make – matter right if that move had worked out it'd be so different than 
what it is now, but it didn't work out. And now it just seems like this catastrophic, awful disaster. When it's a yeah. a, a center signed to like a $5 million year. Deal, $5 million. It's, very, yeah. it's a very small contract in the aggregate, but it seems very big because the Mavericks have had so little chances in order to make some big moves. Yeah, yeah. The signing was horrible. I mean, javel has been so bad and there's no, there's no way around it. Yeah. Um, I, I can't get there as far as like we're signing a mess history nah, uh, for somebody for somebody who makes five million dollars a year. So and it, it's just like the easy scapegoat for like any time you lose a game. It's like, ah, the big free agent signing is like, bro, he makes five million dollars. <laughs> like, um, but but, you know, I think another another thing when you, you look at the Lucas stuff and it's like, man, are the Mavericks ever going to have add help? Like. It, in one hand, I think it's easy to look at and be like, look at these guys who's been around Luca's like whole career. Look at, you know, Dwight Powell, Dorian. They've had the same. And it's like, yeah, they've had some of those same faces, but a lot of the other faces have changed, like you said. Like, yeah. It, within the first four years of Luca, we have seen because some of these things haven't worked out, because they've tried and failed. They tried at Porzingis and failed. They tried for some of these other guys like Kimball Walker and these other free agents that they went after and failed. What happened? It was all right. Well, you know what we got to do? Big changes because this has got to change. They clean house. Donnie Nelson, see ya. Rick Carlisle, the writing was on the wall, the best coach in franchise history. And he's like, oh. I, yeah, I'm going to get out of here before I get fired. And it's like they wiped, <laughs> they wiped everything clean. They brought Nico in. Nico hasn't been here a, a ton of time. Yeah, the Javel signing was bad, but the, J- the Jaden Hardy move in the second round looks fun right now. Like some of these, some of this other stuff is like, all right, that like, let's give it some time with Nico. He's, he took a, a low risk, low risk swing for Christian Wood. Christian Wood's having the best season of his career right now, yeah. playing like winning basketball. And you, you gave up the 26 overall pick in the draft. That was a great trade by Nico. So it's like, I think there's one thing to say, Hey, what the Mavericks have tried hasn't worked to a degree. They made the playoffs three out of four years and made a Western Conference Finals. But what I think there's a difference by saying, hey, the Maverick, man, what they've tried, it just hasn't worked out compared to, man, they're just sitting on their butts. They haven't tried anything. It's like, man, in the span of Lucas' four years, they have traded for a second star in Porzingis. They have cleaned out their front office, new head coach, like all this stuff. Like they've made some big changes. It's just, we're continuing, but they've also made some big mistakes too. And the Jalen Brunson thing, I, I mean, there's just no way around that. So like, that was a huge mistake. You couldn't, can never, I sat there, you know, in roller town before the season <laughs> and Jeff skin way. Now we're both disagreeing on it. I was like, dude, you gotta, you had to re-sign Jalen Brunson for the asset alone. Yeah. And skin's been very vocal about it. He's like, man, you know, Jalen at that price tag, I don't know if he could be a trade asset. Doesn't it's matter. like, I think he would. I, I still think, you know, and I just, you know, we just disagreed on that. It's like, I, I think he still would have been a trade asset, you know, and I think for the asset alone, you had to, you had to pay Jalen Brunson, but it's just, you know, it, it's a, it's a unique spot because we're in year five of Luca and what's happening now is I know patience is not fun. I, my wife can tell you, I, I hate patience. <laughs> I hate all of this, but they're, they're gathering, they're recouping their assets for the next big swing. And that's what, that's, it will be the next thing that we judge them by. That will be the next thing that we paint murals about is whatever the next big swing is, right? Like, that's the thing. I want to see who Nico pulls off for the big swing. That, that is the thing I'm waiting for that we will analyze more than a JaVale McGee signing, oh, so more much. than trading two seconds for Jaden Hardy. 
it is all right. They had one swing with KP and Donnie and all of those, but now it's Nico's turn at the big swing to pair a second star next to Luca. Who will it be? That that will be the that will be the thing. Because if they go out and say, "Man, we swung for DeAndre Ayton," it's like, oof. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I could see it. Like, I mean, I'm like, all right, young, big, it like would be all some this help. Like you, like I, you know, I'd really want to see some quotes. I'd like to do some talking behind the scenes, see the reasoning, what they believe, their vision for it, and all of that. It's like, all right, we're gonna judge a lot of Nico off that. But if they go out and swing and they get somebody like an OG, a Pascal Siakam, a guy, a Paul George, you know, like somebody on the wing that goes with Luca like that, and we're like, oh, okay, like now we're seeing, it. like that's why you're you're saving those assets. And all this stuff, when everybody's screaming, you're not doing anything, you're holding your assets to get a guy like that. So I'm waiting. So Luka does need help. And the, yeah. the first opportunity they're going to have, really, or the next opportunity they're going to have is this uh, this draft, this uh, this upcoming summer. When the 2023 pick goes to the Knicks and they draft somebody that's not going to play, and then the, and then the Mavericks, <laughs> and then the Mavericks uh, have all their picks in the future. And then all of a sudden, okay, free age, around the free agency time when trades start happening, when trade season opens back up, that's when they're going to have a big move. Like one of your points was that the Mavericks have, have moved on from guys, right? Uh, Dorian, Luca, Dwight Powell, Maxi, and Tim are like in the top six players that have played uh, the most games over the, it's like since Luca started his career. Brunson's up there too. And then like, Boban is number eleven. <laughs> They've cycled through guys. Boban's played a yeah. Boban played a hundred games for the Mavericks since Luka Doncic uh, was a rookie, and that me that that to me tells you all right. They've cycled through some guys. They've tried stuff. They're like all right. Let's see what works now. Let's go. All right, Harrison Barnes. We don't think is going to work. Let, let's move on from him. The DeAndre Jordan thing that isn't going to work. We'll, we'll move on from him. Like they they've been willing to move on from guys if it's not working, and they've just kept you know these five guys that and Dorian and Dwight and Maxie and Tim uh, throw Josh Green there, I guess too, but they, they've kept these guys because it's, you know, those are the only guys that have really stuck recently. So let us know what you think in the comment section about the mural, about the, the narrative about Luca needing help. When do you think it's going to come for the Mavericks? I can't wait to be called a Homer after this one. I mean, I, I thought we hedged it. I thought we hedged it pretty well, but they've made mistakes, but I just think the blanket statement of, Hey, the Mavs haven't tried, you know, stuff like that. It's like, no, they've tried a ton. Like they've made a ton of big decisions and moves both off the court and on the court. It's just a lot of them hasn't turned out yet. And so they had three big opportunities and they've, they've fallen short on every single one of them so far. Right. Like, and only three since Luca's been a rookie, that's, that's been five years. That, that's not very many opportunities if you really yeah. think about it. So uh, that's been the big problem, I think. And so, We'll see this off this upcoming season. It'll be the fourth one, the fourth big opportunity for the Mavericks to make uh, a move that to actually move the needle here for Luca. So let us know in the comment section what you, what you guys think. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen. Now go check out Lockdown NBA game to game. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Lockdown game to game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis from Lockdown hosts like us. Follow game to game on Lockdown NBA on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom!